Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life.
It's not something to get rid of. Rather, the way we pay attention to self-aversion is actually the ground of the past. that are emerging in your consciousness. 
Are you true? Are you living a life that isn't about the millions, but it's about the character, the moral character of your personality? What will you take back in your final moments? Your money? Your title? Your gains? Or your experiences? How are you living right now at this time? Breathe in deeply and exhale. Write down what you need to write down right now so you don't forget. Look back at it when you get a moment during the day. Answer these questions truthfully. But then act on your answer in whatever little way you can. Just act on your answer. You find that your success was always right there with you. You are born with success. Just don't get in the way of it. <laughs> We're always glad when you can join us on America Meditating Radio. Can't believe it's been six years, almost 1,500 shows. We're approaching our sixth annual retreat that we offer as a gift to our guest on the air. And um, it's been a wonderful time together. I've been very moved by the organic emergence and success of this podcast. I had no idea. We had started this because my mother was recovering from chemo, and she has a beautiful presence and voice. And she was supposed to do this, and after a month or two, she was just like, I'll only read a poem, Jen. And I was just like, I'm such a commitment buff that I just don't start and quit that easily. And here we are, friends, six years later, 90 countries, 1,500 shows, over a million listeners so far. I'm very humbled by this. And again, I always tell our producers and our staff, I don't. it's okay. I think the numbers are wonderful. I really do. But I'll tell you this. The most important thing for me when I show up here every day, it's who I'm talking to on the line, who I've got on the other end, who I'm going to learn something from. Hopefully, they will learn something from me but more than anything else, you find answers to your life's questions. Today gives me great pleasure to welcome Dr. Colleen Hawthorne. She's a concierge psychiatric physician, vibrant life success consultant, best-selling author, speaker, and a media wellness expert. Now, she has supported top performers, notably C-suite executives and leaders, athletes, entertainers, clergies, industry icons to manage their high-profile success. A veteran psychiatric medicine physician for over 25 years, Dr. Hawthorne has dedicated her life to understanding the workings of the human body, mind, and behavior, and potential. She has helped countless of individuals from all walks of life, from those in inner-city communities to renowned leaders and the celebrated elite to confront and manage their life challenges, to achieve happier, healthier, and definitely a more productive life. She's a frequent expert media guest and has appeared on NBC, ABC, our wonderful Fox News affiliates, <laughs> and Radio 1, plus much more. Today we're going to talk about her new book, How Vibrant Life Success and How Today's Top Achievers Win Big in Work-Life Play. But we're going to want to find out a little bit more about Dr. Colleen Hawthorne as we go into our conversation. Welcome, Dr. Hawthorne. So glad you could join us. Oh, Sister Jenna, thank you so much. What an honor. What a joy. Oh. If you thank well, you so 
for having me. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. I'd like you to know that my unlimited compassion, empathy, and understanding is definitely with physicians, especially those who have been or are in the field of helping us all to just think in a way that can get us out of our stuckedness. You know, and it's not an easy profession now. I mean, you everybody's so overwhelmed with the amount of patients that are coming through their doors right now. So thank you for stepping into such such a subtle, challenging it's sometimes in some way it's not definable because some of the soul pain is so deep rooted that you and I don't know. Only God and that soul knows what they're going through but yet you show up for that, so we thank you for that. Oh, absolutely gracious, and just the way you really enveloped and expressed that is just so powerful, and really your understanding, your insight about what is mm. really going on behind mm. the scenes. Yes, yes. To heal and help others. Thank you. So let's talk about you. How did you become interested in this field in the first place? What was it that attracted you to this area of study? Ah, it was actually <laughs> last year of medical school, and I was still unclear what I was going to do. I thought perhaps OBGYN in terms of what I would specialize in in medicine uh, upon completing medical school. So I thought OBGYN, and then one day in a very poignant epiphany, I had this thought that for me, I could not see leaving my potential child, young baby, to go and deliver others. <laughs> so that, it was really like a clear, you know, message. And so that X that out in terms of OBGYN. And then I, I simply ended up going to a journal club one day by one of the psychiatrists. I was at Tulane studying medicine. And it was, you know, it just happened to be a day they had to, to elect they're new officers. You know, you're in a small journal club. It's 10 people. And the next thing you know, you're the vice president of this club you're just going to. But what a blessing. What a blessing it was because in interacting with that particular doctor who is very engaging, very knowledgeable, kind of out of the box even at that time, I said, wow. And then it became clear as if, uh, you know, so obvious that all the things along my life had a component of, you know, really being able to talk to people and reach them on a deeper heart and soul level. And then it just crystallized the answer clearly that it would be psychiatric medicine that I would specialize in uh, in my residency and then go on to practice that specialized area of medicine. It's so interesting because I was remembering when I was a very young girl and um, I had witnessed somebody very close to me having a breakdown, and I just thought, when I grow up, I want to become a psychologist or a psychiatrist that help people that are not doing well mentally to go to God. I was like six years old when I was having that thought, and I know, I never did it, did that specifically, but I ended up on my path of spirituality, and I actually see that I've lived that out. So it's interesting how, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting, oh, it is, isn't it? Hey, Sister Jenna, on the, oh my goodness, on the deepest level, because literally as I came on and was listening to the show, you know, waiting for you to bring me on as your guest, you talk about a level of just ease that came over me and clarity <laughs> and 
and just very powerful. And so on the deepest level, your healing, you know, your gift of healing of the mind, spirit, on that deep level where you just show up and speak in that just, oh, my goodness, that is very powerful. So thank you. Um, Thank you you for that. I'm very humbled by that. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. You know that we've been going through a lot. Actually, I I don't know if you recall, but after 9-11, this country has been under an intense strain. And maybe the only bark of hope that I remembered where the Mm -hmm. whole nation got, um, let me me correct that, maybe 80% of the nation got to a point of just feeling hopeful was when Barack Obama became president. Do you remember the energy in the air? Absolutely, 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 yes. And we didn't know that there was a handful of individuals in the country who were absolutely freaked out. We didn't know that until this latest presidency. But a lot of people are talking about mental illness in the form of um, gun violence. And I was at a program in Colorado where I gave a, a keynote along with Bishop you know, Carlton Pearson, Bishop Beverly King, um, Reverend um, um, Gerald um, Dooley, and all these guys. And I realized mental illness doesn't require you taking an AK-47 and going into a school or a church, but it's every time you get angry, ah. disappointed, frustrated, or scared, you are serving your own mental illness. Now, what have been your thoughts about certain people saying it's mental illness that's responsible for the gun violence in this country? Are you saying most of America has gone crazy? Wow. (laughs) I don't believe it. Reflection and question. Um, And I think you're right on point. Is it mental illness, truly? That's what's under all of this? I would say no. Now, a large, um, well, two points to that question. You know, there's always, under all of these things that are happening, you know, even the more subtle things that you speak to that, you know, may happen to various of us all day, you get angry about something. Underneath that, there is a pain. There is unmet need. There's, uh, there are layers of trauma unaddressed. So in that regard, underneath any act, you know, the poignant ones we're seeing are the most subtle. Underneath that, it's always about what is going on with the heart, mind, soul. What's going on on that cell-to-soul level? Now, on some, in some occasions, yes, it can be someone that it has a mental, uh, I don't even use the term mental illness. I say um, psychiatric medicine disorder or disorder of the brain. So, and that's a whole other response to why I don't use that, that that may come up. But anyway, you know, so it could be someone with a primary psychiatric diagnosis, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, severe depression, uh, influence from drugs, you know, damage from head injury. All of these things can shift the chemistry and the um, structures of the brain in such a way that you have dysregulation that causes then these aberrant behaviors. So that's psychiatric illness, right? So you could have those mm-hmm. not addressed like any other illness. It's going the symptoms are going to get worse, and the symptoms manifest in different ways. Now, often when it's psychiatric, you know, in addition to the symptoms manifesting as disorganized thoughts, sleep, you know, sleep, maybe hallucinations, 
underneath that too can be dysregulated impulse control and things can happen. But again, I say yes, underneath that, there's always a disruption on the cell to soul level. So is it something mm-hmm. that is a medical condition of the brain or otherwise? Or this sense that we are all having, you can feel it, of a disruption of the soul and on the cell-to-soul level because of what's happening energetically in a way you cannot deny it anymore. You cannot deny it. And people like you and I know that that's very real. Everything is energy. And so when you start to have these levels of disruptions, I'm seeing, you know, a physician of over 25 years, Mm -hmm. I think it's 20, and like never before, so I have watched this, and like never before, there are things unprecedented we've never seen and things folks don't really know how to respond to because there's never been anything like this. Yeah, and what's um, concerning for me, and I'm sure for you and many of us who might be more gifted in discerning abilities, is that there are a lot of us who have sat on the couch and basically been fed our emotions by just watching television for many, many hours. Yes. So there are, yeah, there's a large amount of our population that's just sitting on a couch and just listening to what the media tells them, whether it's through reality television, just basic TV, and they're not thinking for themselves. Right. And so just imagine that garbage going in and then imagine... Imagine some deep-rooted experiences of the past. And then imagine if, you've, if you believe in past births and past lives, some unresolved issues of the past also sitting all there. And then you feel powerless. I mean, I feel powerless at times when I look at what humanity is doing to one another. I mean, I want to go out to the immigration camps and open up those camps and go to prison and just let all those kids free. Yes, you know, yes. and, and then I know I can't. So, you know, imagine somebody who is watching something, who who has weapons, who has this, that all of this anxiety that I want the world to be a better place just yes, comes out so warped that they think that part of this problem or solution is to go out there and do this. And so it's a really interesting time. Yes. Oh, so well said. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. It's going to in some way, and depending on your station and position and mindset and, and resources, you know, how are you going to respond to it? But there's always a response, and you're right. You know, with folks, yeah. if there's a care, or depending on your mindset, um, then the response can come out that way. A response for exactly. you and I, let me get up one more time and do that podcast, because that's how I'm powerfully helping to affect right. the change. You know, that's a resource yeah. we have. But without yep. that resource, you know, what happens? How do you try to affect change? That's so beautifully Absolutely. said. Absolutely. Congratulations on your new book, Vibrant Life Success. And it has a number of not only high-profile endorsements, but lots of my friends. How come you didn't call me, girl? I mean, come on. So you've got you've got Jack Canfield, Tim Story, who me, Jack, Tim, and myself, we were all at Oprah for, was it dinner? I think it was for dinner that time. And oh. you've got Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis, who I've not met, so sorry about that. He's not in my buddy category. But Marcy Shimoff and so many others. So please tell our listeners about the book and why you actually chose to write it. Oh, 
thank you. And first mentioning your your buddies, why didn't I call you before, right? But that's what happened. Literally, most of that is just favor and God really knowing uh, that this book was coming. And But I could not have imagined, I could not have imagined years ago in accepting this divine assignment that I would have folks like this um, supporting it and supporting the message because it's not, you know, so not about me. But hopefully if that makes someone else pick up the book or if that, um, then then so be it. But really just God allowing those tremendous people to step into my life and that they believed in the vision and the mission. And um, so I'm so grateful, so, so grateful for that, so grateful. And I, I believe, too, you know, when you plant seeds, just, uh, just who you are. You know, you're a sister, Jenna, and you're really just planting into the earth, not with any agenda except mm-hmm. really but feel and do what we're called to do. And then at times you see so powerfully how God uh, rewards the effort. It's just so humbling, and um, I'm just so filled with gratitude. But that's, that happened all favor connected, I believe, to this assignment of writing this book. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So how's the book's message relevant in today's challenging times? Yeah. You know, Sister Jen, I have for so long had a heart for leaders and high-achieving professionals, just from very, you know, when I was even young and just speaking into the lives of of people much older than I and, and very wise people, and they'd say, wow, you know, that really impacted me, or I've never told anyone this before. Little did I know then that part of it was what I'd be um, being prepared to do, you know, as a part of my work. But early on, really had that heart and also became very aware that leaders um, often don't really have many true safe places to go to talk about what they're really dealing with, what their true experiences are, and, and then how to get help, you know, on that level that they need. And, um, you know, that often, you know, leaders, you're busy I say world holder uppers at times, but often the truth under that is, you know, wearing masks to hide the secret worries or fears and securities, overwhelm, and, you know, sometimes deep loneliness, aloneness. Mm-hmm. You know, and even risking, you know, our own well-being to care for, teach, and hold others up. But one day, you know, this reality um, really hit my own life in a way that I could, you know, no longer simply observe and just talk about it, but I had to do something to reach more people with tangible help, you know, and that is I received a major 911 call, or maybe the one I finally listened to and picked up, (laughs) you know, my own life saying, look, I'm tired of you making excuses for why you have time to give your best to everything and everyone else but me. Mm. I mean, yes, you know, and it came in the form of excruciating right-sided abdominal pain one day right there at work taking care of everyone else, and it just shut me down. And so the next thing you know, I'm at the ER, um, you know, lying on a gurney, um, you know, rushing into that ER not as someone to save someone else's life or speak into someone's life or write a prescription on an urgent basis, but to be there and then look up and say, whoa, whoa, I have to pause at this time. You know, my life really proclaimed you know, I'm going to go find me some shade, girl. I'm going to go turn <laughs> myself off right now. I'm going to turn off right now. I know you don't understand it. So 
So literally then that became the 911 wake-up call. That would then be the introduction, <laughs> quite literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. this book, Vibrant Life Success. You know, really speaking, it speaks to everyone, but there are ways that it speaks specifically to top achievers and leaders in such a way in those areas that there's some things particular to our lives that have to be spoken to on a level that really um, helps us to say, okay, let's stop with the glamorized grind. It's not real. But how do we still serve and lead and still lead um, healthy, whole, very deeply um, purpose-filled life, but with that joy and passion and health that we need to lead at our best and to really enjoy Mm -hmm. the life that we're called to um, live. This might be an an ignorant comment or maybe even a question, I don't know. But as leaders, we, let me say, I have often felt a very deep, creative, forward-thinking energy that swirls in me every day. So that means this is if you're always this forward-moving person. You're not waiting for someone to give you permission to move forward. You're not waiting for all your, um, you know, ducks to be placed in a row to give yourself, again, the permission to move forward. There's this creative, very clear force that's just telling you, Mm. go left, go straight, this is it. And the times in which I've felt my greatest stresses hasn't been how much I can do, but it's sometimes the people that is working with me to do it that I go, come on, did you, you forgot this. You just, and it's not to say I'm perfect, you know, because I'm, I'm not the detail-oriented person. I've got great individuals around me who are exquisite at that, maybe to a fault. Um, but I found that my stresses in my leadership is the fact that I'm not able to observe individuals keeping up with that pace. So it's like I always feel like, you know, you're a stallion in a race, and you're racing ahead, but you love all the other horses, so you go, okay, whoa, whoa, horsey, slow down. So we can all just get to the finish line at the same time. And there's something in you that feels like, but this isn't me, but I can't go it alone. So tell me, (laughs) what are your thoughts? Is that ignorant? Sister Jenna, that's vibrant life success. That's why there that's exactly what you're describing this passion that I couldn't even let go, even the times I wasn't well, and I had to write this because and and then, in writing it, understood more of what this was, and it's just what you said that level of pain we can have if that creativity, that creative energy gets locked right, or in a place where it's not really being generated in the way it needs to be. And so for folks like you and I, that can really make us quite sick. And so, you know, it was amazing because as writing this book, and I say it was really divine downloads. I was taking transcription, right? <laughs> divine downloads. And the next thing you know, here's this roadmap for leaders to how do we do that? What is that stuff we feel um, that if you're not talking to the right person, can be misunderstood, and that becomes draining, or it's more work because you're trying to and redirect, and I'm not crazy. I'm just ahead of time, not because I want to be. And so, yeah, what do we do with that? And so, you know, roadmap through the, the 16 chapters, but one of the things that stands out and that kept coming up, I mean, in every chapter comes up this relationship, 
issue, the relationships, the relationships, and so clearly who we're surrounding ourselves by. Because sometimes we think, okay, we're moving, moving as these horses, maybe we're moving faster than everyone there behind us, but then you get on the phone and you simply hear the voice of a horse just like you, Sister Jenna, and all <laughs> of a sudden you're fine. You see, so do we and know that that's what we need and that we must make time for that because we don't need a lot. We just need a little of the right thing. And we are centered, grounded, that creativity comes. When we don't have that, it's very disaligning, very draining. Um, and so it makes sense. And so as I was writing this book, on every level it makes sense from the chemical level, the chemistry mm -hmm. of how we the chemistry of how we're created to live, it all makes sense. And so that brought me um, much uh, direction and ease. Um, the times you might think, am I off? No. Um, this is how literally divinely it's set up. If we look at any living thing, there's a divine ease, there's a rhythm. And so when we live in that way and align ourselves with those things that we need to live that healthy life according to that divine blueprint, it makes yeah. sense. It absolutely but makes sense. But one of the things, and again, it's not like, I'm projecting my own issues on others. It's something within me I'm trying to sort through because yes. I know I can't be in a race and just hold up horsey, hold up Saratoga, you know, wait right. until the other horses catch up so you could win, so you could all win the, the derby. That doesn't, you know, it's not even the reality. But I just wonder because they say, so many people will say, you attract who you are, not what you think you are. Yes. So I even have found myself wondering, well, maybe I'm not, what this thought energy is telling me I am. Maybe I should just woe horsey and just sit here and be with everybody else. And I'll do it for a day or something, and I just get so anxious, like, no, it's not me. And I can feel it. Everything oh. in my being, this isn't me. Oh, Sister Janet, I, you're going to love the book because <laughs> literally this is what it speaks to. So when a leader, top performer is going to read it, they're going to get something that really answers that deeper level of question that we um, grapple with. And then it makes it plain, and it's very affirming and confirming. And not from what Dr. Hawthorne's saying. That's the beauty. I mean, as I was writing, or should I say taking transcription, <laughs> things I thought the clarity came. And then this is how you do it. Oh, my goodness, and talk about liberating, and it's so exciting because I said this will liberate my, you know, cohorts, the other leaders that I know struggle with this, and this is a way that I'm able to put it out there, catalog it, and be able to say, okay. And so, you're, oh, my goodness, you're, you're really going to, uh, it will serve you so well. And so many of us well, let's well. do a book signing at the Meditation Museum when a date opens up for sure. Tell us about the, mm -hmm. you know, we can just say uh, our past holds us back. That's why it's called past. It's holding you back. Vision is constantly pulling us forward, but more times than many, we are so focused more on the past than the vision. Yeah. Um, can yeah. you share with our listeners any more key challenges that you've identified in the book that's actually holding us back from living fulfilled lives. That's, that's so powerful about, you know, being held back by the past. And so 
for me and what I'm teaching or even for myself, when I have, when I'm able to look at something and see kind of the spiritual kind of answer, response, when I'm able, I'm a physician, so see then the kind of medical, biological, that makes it so real. And so, um, and then when you look at just the design of how life is made, so when we look at that past thing, like, well, does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. If we look at a flower, look at a tree, any other living thing, they are never getting stuck in past. It's always, because that's how things are divinely created. So if you want to even question, am I supposed to go back there, get stuck there? Absolutely not. We just stop thinking about that and no, no, we are divinely designed to move forward, 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 mm-hmm. forward. Yeah, so mm-hmm. just knowing that, you know. So the other piece, I guess it comes back to something something you said um, in part, and you said, does it make sense? When we say we learn and we know we attract who we are and all of this. So as I'm writing, you know, and grappling with these things, and the answers started to kind of come, I say yes, but I think we're missing a little bit of that, and we've got to be a little careful as we're teaching others. Because part of the reality is we are surrounded by, I mean, I've got to, I still, you know, go to the clinic. It's an inner city clinic, some of the sickest people in the world, right? And so when you're around that and when I'm around some of the people that work, quite frankly, in the field I'm in, I'm still in that setting, right? And so those things mm-hmm. affect We know that. And I'm clear on that. From a biological level, you're breathing in, <laughs> that oxygen, you're around that energy. So then knowing I clearly have to detox from that, but I didn't necessarily attract, you know, I'm not attracting all those things. So that brought me more clarity, and we know as we evolve and as we learn more, we're able to kind of tweak and understand the message and then how to say it to folks so that that's not tripping us up either of getting stuck, I attracted this, I attracted this. So these are the kind of things that for me became a little clearer. So as I'm teaching and, and speaking and imparting and clarifying, helping the, the leaders, helping us to not get stuck in some of, okay, well, I, you know, some of these things we know and understand, but there are other bents to it, so let's be a little careful. <laughs> so mm-hmm. again, back to that who we're around and knowing then we've got to get to those safe places. So that's part of a priority for us and designing that into what we're doing. So really integrating it, such as you just said, well, let's do a book signing. That would be an example of us integrating it intentionally because if I'm going to be with a sister, Jenna, you're going to be with me, and so there are things that we just pick up because we are, you know, that's the energy. So we're still mm-hmm. doing a, the book. You're still helping, but intentionally looking at who we're surrounding ourselves with intentionally and making sure there's enough of that because if there's an imbalance, right, if we're around too much of the, I don't want to say negative, but the things that aren't really feeding what we're called to do on a very high level, then it's a law. We're going to then go to the drain side. It's a law. (laughs) So then Mm -hmm. we know that balance is to tip towards the more positive. We have to intentionally then know what are those things that drain and shift us down, and know intentionally it's a law that I must then integrate in my week or my work, regardless of how busy, enough of the things that pull me up. Otherwise, I am going to be drained. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It's a law. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Up how we live intentionally, more intentionally, to um, to be in a healthier state, and that's yeah. bio. It's medicine. It's it's God. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. why I'm realizing that we really need a lot of spiritual knowledge, and I don't mean woo-woo spiritual knowledge. I mean knowledge of universal laws that perhaps we are breaking every single second. Um, for example, if I criticize you, if I judge you, I've broken the universal law of love that is running the universe, and there's a consequence for that. But that's become so normal for us that we don't even recognize unless we have awakened ourselves and are beginning to really pay deep attention to where this thought is coming from, but also where is this thought going to take me. Could you share with us about the beautiful, I'm very curious, to know more about your signature Vibrant Life Success Consulting and Coaching Programs, and what does it actually offer? How do people, you know, get involved? Thank you. So Vibrant Life Success, the business and the system uh, of it, just happened to be when the book got titled, it would be that as well. But really, it's a um, system. I designed a you know, I do doctor-patient work, but clearly was called to then set up a branch of my business that is for coaching, um, so that's specifically for leaders, high performers, industry leaders, um, so the coaching consulting aspect. So those people, um, you know, to be coached on a very high level, so the things such as what we're talking about here. And we know, leaders, you can't just go to anything, anyone in every, you know, place. Sometimes you don't need psychiatric or a therapist. We need good kind of coaching um, and a safe place. So that part of my business is set up specifically for coaching and consulting with leaders, so meaning organizations as well. How do we have our teams? Let's say it's a professional team, you know, an NFL team. How can we speak to our team uh, so that we're healthier on that, you know, med- uh, physical level, mental and emotional health level, spiritual level, um, you know, how do we do this? Um, You're showing up in the spotlight every day. So how do you live in the spotlight and not be burned, I I say, you know, and hence burn out. So that's there specifically to speak to to leaders. So it's a different packages, retainer-based program, Um, you know, telephonic, depending on where the leader is, if they're bringing me in to speak directly to them, you know, but a very safe place with a high-level person that happens to be a physician and that happens to be a psychiatric medicine physician. So while I'm not practicing medicine, you can't in that vein. You have the benefit of a coach on a very high level that's, you know, a doctor, so understands too medically what's happening, understands psychiatrically what's happening, um, and that really serves on on a deeper level too, the things that I'm coaching people through in their lives to live more elevated, on a more elevated level. Because truly, we're called to live not with success, but with vibrant life success, and not just in our careers, but in Mm -hmm. work, play, as the book says. All of this, we are designed to live vibrantly. Any of anything that's living, (laughs) it's not skewed towards darkness. It's always towards light. Everything's bright. We are the same. We're just not living that way. And like you said, because we broke every single law, just not knowing. Mm -hmm. And there's... Yeah. to that the design 
<laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense. So right. that specifically designed for leaders to have that safe place, and then to know on a level, on a on a on a high level, that that's someone that's serving and serving from the heart. I mean, I mean this thing. I'm not caught up in. I didn't ask to serve leaders on this level. It's a call. I'm not starstruck. This and that. We need safe places. And when someone shows up for us, we know it has nothing to do with, oh, that's Sister Jenna. I'm speaking to Sister Mm -hmm. Jenna. You know, if it's celebrity so-and-so, I don't even see that. I'm speaking to your heart. That's where the healing comes in. Yes, yes. um, Yeah, yeah. I get that. That was beautiful. You know, I've enjoyed our time together, and I think you did too. And I would love for our listeners to find out, do you have any upcoming events or programs that you can share? Unfortunately, I'm coming to a close of our beautiful conversation, but our producers will definitely get in touch with you for a book signing at the museum. I I want us to continue our conversation, have a part two. Wonderful. I'm so honored, so honored, and it would be absolutely my joy. Folks can, um, the best way to probably reach me is through my website, uh, com. DrColleenHawthorne.com, there we share, you know, further information. You know, I designed it so that it's also a teaching tool and an inspirational tool. So it's talking about me and the programs, but also anyone that reads that walks away, you know, feeling uplifted and having some direction, particularly as as leaders. Um, You can then go to Amazon.com to purchase the book, Vibrant Life Success. And also on the website, there are links that will take you directly to Amazon.com just to make things very simple um, and straightforward. Uh, then it speaks to the different programs. So, again, what I'm doing privately for leaders is strictly um, the coaching and consulting. So individuals, C-suite executives, also their, um, you know, organizations and, and teams. Um, and so, you know, available to do workshops and uh you know, small group, large group, just a number of things surrounding how do we lead and lead, lead, preach, teach most effectively while still living our full, vibrant, energized, and authentic lives. Wow, that's beautiful. Look, thank you so much for joining us on air today. I've really, really enjoyed your time that you've spent with us. Also, Sister Jen, I'm on the uh, social media channels. Is that what we call them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Learn yes. all place, but certainly on Facebook, ColleenHawthorne.com, and DrColleenHawthorne.com, Instagram, Twitter as well. So that's where folks will see the book signings that are coming up. We're setting some things up now. The book just uh, was released July 26th, and so we have uh, book signings and things coming up, conferences I would be, I would, I'm going to be doing. So for people really to connect uh, through the website, to get on my mailing list, and also, also through social media um, so that we can can connect, keep in touch, and um, spread the message and the word um, that I'm here to serve um, the leaders. Beautiful. Thank you. We just followed you on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn, and so we'll definitely keep in touch on the ethers. Yay. <laughs> um, All right, my dear. Many blessings to you, and thanks again for joining us on air. You're most welcome, Sister Jenna. Thank you for all you do, who you are, and thanks for the blessing of being with you today. Take care. Bye-bye. Can't wait to get into Dr. Colleen Hawthorne's book, Vibrant Life Success, How Today's Top Achievers Win Big in Work, Life, and Play. You see how we resonated? It's really very powerful because 
we all have stuff going on inside, and if we can just get a little bit of a guidance, a little bit of an aid, we can just be in our mojo. We can just get this. It's just, just get it, you know. And this, this example I gave of running in this, you know, this major race and just kind of waiting, whoa, or to hold back. It's just been so painful for me, but I have to deal with my karmic stuff, don't I? And just life has to continue. And for me, it's not about necessarily going fast to beat anyone or to outdo, but I feel like there's such a change coming on the planet. And if we don't get a lot of good experiences in us, the good karma, the good deeds, and and and, uh, and realize that our every thought, word, and act has value, and if governed by God's light and God's blessings, we can turn this world around and make it into a golden age. We can make it into a world that can work for all. And don't call me a dreamer. I think it's a reality. We're just getting lazy. We don't want to step up and get the job done. And so there are just a little issues there. Come on, world. We can do this together. Remember my latest slogan. When I change, America will change. When I change, the world's going to change. Don't wait for a leader. Don't wait for the next Democratic president, Republican president, for your boss, for your mother, for your aunt, for your uncle, for your husband, for your wife, for your kids, to turn around. But my God, when I change my own experiences and feelings that I feel are holding me back, you better believe everything outside of me is going to change. So if I want to be in a race with a whole bunch of stallions that are running side by side with me, they'll come when I have completely held on to my reign and say, let's go because I'm no longer turning back. I'm not looking back. I'm not going to slow myself down because of anything else. <laughs> Contact Dr. Colleen Hawthorne at drcolleenhawthorne.com if you want some more information about her work. And stay tuned as we find out what date we're going to book her for the Meditation Museum. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we really are here to love each other the same. So let's do that. Let's just open up our hearts to just a little bit more empathy and appreciation for each other. And let's wake up, America. Let's wake up. Here is good old Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Wake up. So much hatred. Whoa. 
I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or in iTunes 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.